Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money only on Money FM 89.3. We're talking today about that four digit score attached to you. No, it's not the weekend 4D winnings. It may be even more important to you, actually, if you have no idea what a credit score or a credit report is. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome back to Money and Me Rohit Murthy, founder and country manager from Sing Saver. Happy Friday the 13th. Yes, delighted to be back here. Thank you. And also joining us, Elizabeth Huang is Head of Consumer Services at Credit Bureau Singapore. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for joining us this morning. So we're talking about credit scores. What is a good score? What is a bad score? How can you go about improving your score? If your husband has brought debt with him into the marriage, does this mean that you both have bad credit scores? And what can you do if you disagree with your score? That's what we're all kind of going to cover today. Uh, we're going to start with a, uh, you know, a general question. How, how aware do you think Singaporeans are about what this credit score or their credit ratings are? You know, it sounds like Something maybe people have heard on the Susie Orman show. I don't know if you're both old enough to know about the Susie Orman show. But when it comes to Singapore, how aware are we, do you think? I I mean, there's been quite a bit of research that's been done. Uh, Definitely the awareness uh, needs to be improved, especially on the credit score and credit report, because there's just wealth of information in that you know, report. So uh, there's a lot of work that, you know, we do uh, along with the credit bureau here in Singapore to create that awareness, educate people about, you know, why it's important for them to know their credit score and credit report. So a lot of work to be done. Mm. But the good thing is we've seen, you know, with this partnership, we've also seen a lot of progress being made where people are now not only coming to our side and trying to understand, but also accessing that report from the credit bureau of Singapore and, and trying to really understand what's in that report. So we should say SingSaver is a financial comparison site. So people can come to your site to help understand what uh, their credit score is yeah, all so about as well. We, we, what we do is we have a lot of content. So the actual credit score and credit report, they have to go to the Credit Bureau of Singapore mm. to get that report. Mm-hmm. But we write a lot of content to actually educate them, you know, how to understand that report. Yes. And what are some of the things to look out for? Yes. As you say, I'm looking at a, at a uh, mock-up of a credit report, I should say. And there's a wealth of info. Um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth, I want to get you into uh, the conversation. Maybe you can start by helping us understand what a credit score is. Well, over here, uh, let me just share with you very quickly on the brief background that we have on credit scoring and credit reports. At Credit Bureau Singapore, we provide the credit reports for consumers. And it is a record of your credit repayment history compiled from different financial institutions. And in short, what we call the FIs. So as most FIs may use credit reports as one of a consideration factor to access your credit worthiness, a good credit repayment history will essentially make it easier for you to obtain credit and also to qualify for loans or other banking products. We would highly recommend for you regularly to review and be aware of any information uploaded into your credit file. And by doing so, you are also actually kept constantly updated on your credit movements and activities and it helps to guard even against fraud. Okay, great. So thanks for that comprehensive overview. Rohit, you can probably take this one very easily. People sometimes wonder, does my age matter when it mm-hmm. comes to um, my credit score? Does my gender matter? Do those, those things matter? So there's a lot of factors actually to look at it. So I think most important thing is firstly, when you download, you know, your credit report, uh, there are things that, you know, you are that there's a lot of information available in that report. And those are the things that you probably want to look out for. How many accounts do you have? How many inquiries have you made? What's your payment 
history. That's the important pieces to look out for when you actually get that report. Of course, yes, you have a credit score. You get a credit score. It's a four-digit sort of number, a mm. risk grade. Mm. But I think the important things for people to look out for is essentially their credit history because a credit report is a record of your payment and your borrowing history. And that is essentially very important for lenders when they want to offer you credit, when they want to offer you either a credit card or a loan. Mm. They do rely on the credit score and the credit report. So it's important for you to actually first understand what's in that report. I know, what's your sort of repayment history like? Mm. And as, you know, Elizabeth mentioned, there's a lot of things there to understand and sometimes even rectify because there are certain things that you may have to improve, certain things you realize you may need to dispute. So there's just a wealth of information in that report. So correct me if I'm wrong, Elizabeth, but... uh, your age and your gender actually don't matter. It's really, you know, the longer you've lived, you probably have a longer report to go through. It's, it's, it is sort of a tracking of the financial decisions that you've made in terms of repayment and loans. Yes, and of course. all the other factors don't matter. Uh, well, it's important that you continuously track your credit report along the way and also build up that extensive and comprehensive credit history by continuously making all payments in full and on time. However, uh, we always want to start young, so build up your credit history already and then uh, making your payments in full and on time again. The emphasis has to be placed on that. Okay, so what happens yeah. if I just make the minimum payment on my credit card? How is that going to impact my score? Oh, that is always a myth, actually. <laughs> yes, a lot of customers out there, they think that, yes, I make payment. I, I do. I, I, in fact, make payment on time. But there is always a but. I make payment on time, but I don't make payment in full. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the lenders out there, what we call the FIs, they will be able to come into the system and then load the data in. It is factual. It is accurate. So this is what we want to caution our customers So is that going to bring there. my score down if I just it make minimum payments? It will impact your score. Because, you know, the uh, golden rule is you have yeah. to always pay your bills in full in and on time. Full. That's the golden rule. I mean, let alone the credit score, the impact it might have. The credit score, you're actually going to be charged a very high interest when you pay just the minimum amount. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's going to erode into your savings. That's going to essentially, if you're only paying a minimum amount, you're actually accumulating a lot of high cost debt. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very, very important that that golden rule, you don't compromise on that. Play the bills in full and on time. And of course, if you're new to credit, as Elizabeth mentioned, you have to build your credit history. Start with a simple credit card um, just for key purchases that you need. You know, charge, start getting used to the fact that you're going to be paying your bills in full and on time. That behavior is important because a lot of people are also very sometimes apprehensive to own a credit card because the first thing that comes to your mind is, oh, I might get into debt. But just start simple, build your credit history, start having the discipline of paying your bills in full and on time, even if it's a small amount every single month. Okay. But what is that score used for? I think, Elizabeth, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, how it goes into whether the financial institutions, we love our acronyms, we'll call them FIs henceforth. Mm-hmm. Uh, decide to extend a loan to you. But can you share with us a little bit more about how important a credit score is and what it's used for? Well, credit score, actually, it is one of the components captured and appended within the credit report. So basically, what we do is we will provide these information, such as also, along with the repayment records of 
of consumers for normal people like you and I to our 30 financial institutions under authorised conditions, of course, to help them determine whether or not the person applying for credit is likely to repay. So this is why this does help in helping the advice along to um, make better lending decisions quickly and objectively. And, you know, to add to that, the lenders, they have their own standards of relying on the score and the report. And so they, they have their own standards, but obviously they, that's a very important piece of information for them because if they are going to offer you credit, they're going to lend you money. Key thing is, firstly, they need to know whether you have the capacity to pay back. Do you have the ability to pay back? And do, do you have the willingness to pay back? And these factors and this piece of information, they're able to actually sort of gauge from the report that uh, you know they have access to. So if lenders each have their own standards, is it fair to say then that there is no good or bad credit score? Because it depends. Uh, what l- might look like a bad credit score to one financial institution might be perfectly acceptable because the risk appetite for that institution is higher. I think, may I just add also different financial institutions, just like what Rohit and uh, yourself have mentioned as well, consider different factors and have different level of risk appetites in assessing an individual's credit worthiness. So by and large, I think Therefore, there is no universal standard on an acceptable credit score amongst the financial institutions. So besides, a credit score as well is a fluid component on its own. So it relies heavily on the current and latest credit activities within your credit report. So the credit score which you have today may not actually necessarily be the same as before. The, the analogy I like to use is like a blood test. It's like a blood test. There are lots of things that come out from that test, right? And the way you interpret it, you know, there are certain things where you're probably healthy, certain things you need to improve on. So the way I also look at it is that there's just not just, just your score. You know, it has how many accounts you have, how many active accounts you've had, how many inquiries you've made, you know, what's your repayment history, how much actual outstanding balance you have. So I think there's just a lot of information that they would rely on mm. before they actually make that assessment whether they want to actually offer you credit. So I think that's why it's important that you understand the entire report, not just focus on just one component, because there are so many pieces in that report where you will also be able to not only identify ways of, you know, having a healthier credit history, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's just not one component that's just going to make your credit history, you know, healthy. Okay. Well, speaking about the health and understanding your credit report, because as you say, the credit report is, is, I'm holding one in my hands and it's about five, six pages. Uh, It's so much more than the score itself. And you mentioned inquiries are even tracked in this report. So if I have made multiple credit card applications, Rohit, is that going to affect my credit score? It might create an impact because at the end of the day, see, it's important to understand that when you are making what we call a hard inquiry, you're asked, you, you're interested in credit, you know, you, you, you want that credit. Nobody just goes in and says, you know, let me just put in five, six applications, right? Which is important that if you're actually opening a credit facility, you need that credit facility. It's important. If you don't, if you don't need the credit facility, then you shouldn't be actually opening a credit facility. So the inquiries hopefully are because you actually need that credit facility. And once that credit facility has been opened, you are now building that discipline of repaying back in full and on time. Because if you just open a credit facility and you don't use it, then, you know, it, it doesn't hey, I'm really going to challenge your assumption. Some people, uh, you know, open and inquire about different cards because they just want to see, can I get this card? It offers me great miles mm-hmm. or it gives me lounge access and I'm traveling next week. Yep. So I'm just going to inquire and see which card comes through. No, actually, that, that's why, you know, as a comparison site, what we ensure is that the starting point should be, do I really need this product? So even if it's an Aramal's 
Scott, just because, you know, it's everyone's talking about it doesn't matter. Do you really need this product? Do you understand how you're going to use that product after you open it? Because, you know, at the end of the day, credit cards, you also spend on the credit cards. Yes, you may get some welcome incentives, but it's very important that first you start with, do I need it? Am mm. I going to use this? Mm. And if I'm going to use this, am I going to be actually paying back in full and on time? If you're sure about all these three things, then you obviously come to a site like ours, you find the best product, and then you apply for that product. And if you are eligible for that product, you know, you, you, you do get approved. Okay, but be careful about how many applications you make because that is going into your credit history. I must say, though, actually, if you do apply for multiple new credit applications mm. within a short span of time, mm-hmm. it may create an impact ultimately uh, into your credit report. Because, simply, when an individual applies for a new credit facility, he or she essentially allows DFI to inquire into your credit report. Why? It's because he or she provides the consent, right? Yes, correct. So when it begins from there, when you have too many of such inquiries being captured into your credit report, therefore, these will then create a downfall into mm. your credit report by having an impact onto your credit score. Okay, so people want to know, I, I've heard of this credit score, I've heard about this credit report. Now I'd like to, to make sure that it is good. Uh, do people have a way of influencing or improving their credit score? Are there ways to do that? Definitely. First thing, We've been talking about it, pay your bills in full, you know, pay your bills on time. If you don't have a credit history, start building it because, you know, you need to start somewhere. It can be a simple credit facility. It's also it's important that you repay back your debt because at the end of the day, you don't want to have too much outstanding debt. You may have different types of credit. You may have a loan, you may have a mortgage, you may have credit cards. It's also, it's important to see what sort of credit mix that you have. And I think, which we also touched upon, just don't open credit facilities that you're not going to use. You know, it's important that if if you look at your credit history, you'll actually say, hey, I'm actually not using this credit card. I should just close it. You know, there's no point in just having a credit card and not using it. So I think there are various ways in which you can improve it. The starting point would be, where are you in that financial journey? Have you already, you know, taken on some debt? If so, start repaying back that debt, make sure it's always on full and on time. If you're new to the credit, you know, sort of uh, history and records, then start building your credit profile. And then that's how you start actually, you know, also improving your credit health. Okay. And Mm -hmm. you're not just beholden to this credit report. If you, anybody can apply for a check and and read their own credit report, Mm -hmm. and we highly Mm -hmm. encourage you to do so at the Credit Bureau Singapore, um, Uh they can also sort of dispute Any information if they think that it's not accurate? Oh, yes, correct. Well, I would like to add on as well. Myself, personally, Mm. I do have this, what we call the My Credit Monitor. In short, we call it MCM. So this thing, it's amazing. It helps to detect suspicious activities. It helps me track my credit movements. So these, what is this? Is this an app? Or is um, this something on your site? <laughs> yes, My you can find it easily monitor. at www.creditbureau.com.sg. Okay, great. Yes, otherwise, you know, you and I actually, we can stay back and have a little chat. I can fill it in. I'll bring the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we it's are great. talking about your credit score and your credit report with Elizabeth Huang. You just heard her. She's Head of Consumer Services at Credit Bureau Singapore. And also joining us, Rohit Murthy, Founder and Country Manager of SingSaver. They're a financial comparison site. Okay, guys. Here comes the money question in Money and Me. How much is it going to cost to get a uh, credit report? Six dollars forty-two cents. It's the cost of a latte, you know. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah, it's just six dollars forty-two cents. You can mm-hmm. actually purchase that report. Mm-hmm. How soon do you get it? Instantly. 
You it's can really yeah, fast, yeah. actually. You really can go to creditbureau.com.sg. Mm. There's a really nice button there that says access my credit report. Click on that. It'll prompt you to use your sync pass. And then there's some basic information they will ask you for. And then you can actually get that report instantly. Wow. Otherwise, simply walk in personally at our CBS office, Monday to Friday, 9 to 6. Please what? don't come on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> what, what should I be looking out for when I download my report? Because there are many fields, many letters, many words. What am I looking out for, Rohit? For me, firstly, it'll tell you how many accounts you have. So, you know, it gives you a very detailed sort of history of all the credit accounts that you've opened. So take a look at that. Make sure that there's, you know, all the accounts are yours. Because another thing that she mentioned, which is very important, is when you monitor, you can also detect any sort of identity theft. And in today's age of data breaches, it can happen to anyone. So you want to make sure that your accounts have not been compromised. So that is also a very important piece of information. Then you start looking at an account level, you can see your payment history. Now, if you have been paying your bills in full on time, but it doesn't reflect it that way, then you need to find out why is it not reflecting that way. Or, you know, if you've actually closed an account, but it still shows it as active, then you need need to, you know, call and find out why you still have an active account. It also shows you, you know, different credit facilities you have, how much outstanding balance you have in terms of credit. So it's important that you take a look at that piece of information, understand it and make sure that those pieces of information are accurate. And of course, then you start, you know, there's a credit score, uh, which you'll, you know, at the end of the report, you'll actually see the score and the risk rate. But I think I would look at uh, all these pieces of information because you will actually then fully understand where you need to take action because that action can be as simple as, hey, here's an account that I don't have, but it seems to be showing that I have this account. I need to dispute it and I need to rectify it. Uh-huh. Yes, you're right. Ryan. Yeah, I think people get hooked on, on the A's and the B's and the C's, which yes. is the risk grade. Yeah, but start from the beginning. You know, the right in the beginning of the report, you'll see how many accounts you've opened. Start at the beginning. And go through the report. Mm -hmm. Take your time. It's a nice weekend read. Don't scare yourself (laughs) with the probability of default. As I said, it's like a blood test, right? There's just so many things you need to understand about your own credit health. You can't just focus on one specific component in that report. Okay, so what do people think? I've been working hard over the last 12 cycles that this report seems to track. Uh, Will this mean that I have a fresh report every year so to speak oh yes correct so with the copy of the report that you have on hand right now even though that's mock report but with a copy of the report that each customer out there has there will be a glossary with the definitions etc appendixes so on and so forth and uh, clearly they would also have the explanatory notes Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Rohit, I understand that there are complimentary credit reports that our listeners can get when they make credit applications? Yes. So, when you make a credit application, you will, you know, eventually you'll either get approved or rejected. So, that is always a decision that's given to you. And irrespective of whether you get approved or rejected, you get a complimentary credit report uh, at the end of that. So, yes. So, if you've made recently a credit sort of application, you will get a complimentary report. Okay. And that goes across the board? Yes. Okay. Um, Finally, what do you want people to understand about financial planning and what they can use from the report uh, to incorporate in their financial planning decisions? A very important part of your financial planning is you'll need credit at some point in time, right? I mean, credit cards... 
wealth of perks that come with it, you know, our miles and cash back. We've talked a lot about it, but that's eventually a credit facility. So it's important that, you know, if you're applying for a credit card, you need to, you know, build a credit history and have a healthy credit history. And that's a nice, simple way actually to start building a credit history. Mm-hmm. But then as part of your financial journey, there'll be complex credit facilities. You might need a mortgage. It's a bigger lump sum that you're borrowing. You might need a personal loan for, you know, a variety of reasons. So, or you might need a car loan mm-hmm. or, you know, or, so you will start actually even diversifying certain of that credit facilities because, you know, people do borrow money for some of their financial goals. So it is important that as you're thinking about your finances, it's important that you know where you are in that financial journey and start building your credit history because today you might just need a credit card. You might just get married. You might need a mortgage. If you've not built your credit history, then you may not be eligible for a mortgage. So it's important that, you know, you sort of actually chart out that financial journey and start building that credit history and a healthy credit history. Okay, so some people might want if my husband had bad debt before we got married and he brought that debt with him, is that going to impact my credit score or is this personal to me? Oh no, a consumer's credit report actually is personal to you. But the joint account, would it, would it show up? Oh yes, it will. Yes, and when you look at the list of accounts, it actually shows you is it a single account holding or a joint account holding. So even that piece of information is there. Okay. Mm-hmm. A Credit Bureau Singapore report is comprehensive. Well, I hope people head to the Credit Bureau of Singapore and get their report today because it's it's just wonderful the amount of info you can read off yes, it. Yes, please. And so they just go online? They do. They, yeah. they are welcome right? to come online, walk into our office. And also, we have our Consumers Talk to further educate and create awareness for our customers out there. And the Consumers Talk happens every third Thursday of the month. Useful information. And again, mm-hmm. that website is creditbureau.com.sg. And uh, Rohit Murthy is from Sing. Saver, you want to give us a website for that? Yeah, singsaver.com.sg. Simple as that. Thank you both for coming by. This has been Money and Me with Rohit Murthy from Singsaver and Elizabeth Huang from Credit Bureau Singapore. Thank you both. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.